This is WCPO FM 1051 on your FM dial, Cincinnati, Ohio. WKRC, Cincinnati. This is the nation station. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to the Cincy Shirts Podcast. This is episode 13. I'm P.F. Wilson, the content director for Cincy Shirts and our sibling site, OldSchoolShirts.com. Today on our show, Darren, one of our Cincy Shirts co-founders, and Billy DeVore, our product manager, sit down with Jason Snell from We Have Become Vikings. Um, I get a text from Patrick. He's like, hey, man, we're on our way over. Like, And I'm kind of like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, we'll be there soon. And I'm like, who's we? He's like, Jack and I. And I'm thinking, like, that's cool. Straighten up the place a little bit. And all of a sudden, he, like, he texted back and he's like, like, Jack, what? We have become Vikings, as they describe on their website. Uh, they are a multidiscipline design and print shop located in the heart of Over the Rhine in Cincinnati, helping people tell stories through any means possible. A true creative shop. You'll also find out where the name comes from, and as usual, you get a coupon code at the end to use for 20% off on our site. So here now are Darren and Billy talking to Jason Snell. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. I come from Cincinnati. CincyShirts.com in Cincinnati. So you guys, so we're recording? Yes. Yeah, we're live. <laughs> we're on. It's rolling. Well, we might, we might ease it. I might edit it if you want to do a proper intro. It depends. That's like, fine. Like Marin does, where he just kind of eases it into the conversation instead of doing my show. Yeah. yeah. Lock the gates. We can figure yeah. it out. <laughs> well, if you guys haven't figured it out, we're here with Jason Snell from uh, We Have Become Vikings. Uh, so yeah, so you guys do it all, right? You're, you got a store on, uh, on Walnut downtown in the heart of OTR. Yeah, man. Uh, so you guys, what, mainly do design, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, my background has been design, you know, doing, you know, graph design, uh, you know, animation, you know, went to school for that and film and stuff and DAP and, uh, you know, originally I started in graph design there. And kind of hated just doing, like, letters over and over again for packaging. So I jumped in and I was like, man, I want to paint. So jumped into that, jumped into animation with painting. I was like, these are weird things, like, together. And it's creative outlet, just being in bands and stuff. And, yeah, you know, just my history is just, like, working for a bunch of different agencies around town. Um, you so, know. Say, so you graduate from DAP? Yeah, yeah, back in, man, many moons ago. Awesome. And, know, they're, and they're good about getting, now. Uh, getting you a gig right out of school. Yeah, but... Might not be the best, but at least no. you get some experience, right? No, you know, it was killer, man. And and the one thing that happened, I mean, this is going to date me, but... Um, <laughs> man, like, the riot, like, right when I graduated, like, the riots happened and, like, 9-11 shit. So, yeah, like, yeah. it's like the world, you know, you get out and you're, like, 20-something and, like, the world just seems like it's crumbling and you're like, well, I'm in a band and I, you know, <laughs> I make, like, <clears throat> logos and... and just poster art for bands, so you know they can't stop me. And everyone, yeah. everyone was leaving Cincinnati, man. At that time, everyone was like, "Let's get the hell out of here!" All the creatives, everybody. And it was just like, you know, there was a band of us that just like didn't get jobs, didn't get, you know, right. yeah. didn't get, it didn't fit into like the agency, like P and G world either. <clears throat> and it was like, man, let's, I don't know, let's just try to 
let's hang out at Caldy's all day and drink coffee and then drink booze at night and try to figure this thing yeah, out. Yeah, you, you know? visually meet enough people and people know that you're the creative guy or, you know, yeah. you know yeah. they keep you in mind for projects and then I'm sure this project leads to this project and then it was man yeah it was awesome it was all just like day to day what what happened today and you know i was with the band at that time we all lived in the same house and it was just like we'll figure it out like oh we missed rent again but you know we're two weeks late it's all right we got it in there you know yeah yeah Yeah. so you want to pay the bills with your typography you know like (laughs) it's now i love it now i'm like oh my god send me that stuff but you know when you're when you're young, you're like, man, I don't, you know, I don't need that, man. And I didn't, you know, it was the first time I was away from home, so I was missing cl- like the first. I remember the first day I missed class, and I was just like, whoa, like life goes on, like they don't care <laughs> if I'm there, like oh my gosh, like yeah. well, I guess I can sleep in tomorrow on the next day, the next day, and we pin stuff up for critique, and I'm like, oh my shit is hot, man, you know, and I'm like, I'm getting D's and C's, they're like you're never in class, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Wait, you gotta do that. You gotta show up. Yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah. damn, like that's life, right? Like showing up is like half the battle. GI Joe. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> How sweet is that to just be able to build it? You know, just stay in the rubble and then just build up Man. and be where we are now is insane. Especially yeah. downtown. It's it's crazy, man. As you guys know, man, you guys are in the thick of all this stuff. We're all here, like all creatives. It's like we're here together, you know. And there's, it's cool because there's like new and new like creatives like moving here. Yeah. And yeah. it was never like I mean it was never like that. And now people are like, oh yeah, we we want to move to Cincinnati because there's there's DAP, there's the Art Academy, mm-hmm. there's like you know not just over the Rhine but like Walnut Hills. Like there's like cool stuff happening. Covington, you know, West End. There's like you know yeah you're getting maybe like the youth is getting like sort of priced out of this neighborhood, but like one's just. North side, yeah, up and right back up, right? College so, Hill, same yeah, thing. Yeah, man, right, right. Just coming right back up. Dude, you can get a killer house in College Hill for like still like a good price, yeah. I think. Yeah. As of yesterday. <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah, now. Yeah. And still be able to walk that's to like it. a cool brewery and a great coffee shop. Right. Which yeah, is, man. You, know, you know, that's the hipster starter pack. Well, and that's <laughs> why, you know, that's why I like I kept coming back, right? Like so building building my my cuts and building like you know, my arsenal, my drum kit of, like, creative, like, being able mm-hmm. to do a lot of different stuff. You just had to wear a bunch of different hats, man. You had oh, yeah. to, like, illustrate. You had to know how to paint. You had to know how to, like, oh, we got to put a video together? All right, I'm going to figure this out, man. Like, oh, yeah. we got we to do this. Oh, like, there's some, uh, what does it look on this wall? Like, it was just, like, figure this stuff out, you know. And I and I kept, for a while there, I was, like, I went to, like, Seattle for a little bit. I went to Austin, New York, and these we're just like inspiring around places, man. But it just Cincinnati, man. We're yeah. the Queen City just kept calling it back, man. Yeah. You know, I, I think it does for all oh, of us. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, that's also nice to be able to get those experiences and bring it back and then also teach other people, like, hey, look, look what we can do and yeah. make this all better. Yeah. And then just put us on the map, which is pretty awesome. Well, and it's cool too. It's like one of those, no, like some of it's like no brainer stuff where you like see like a, a gap or you see like, you know, these, these things where, you know, even like what you guys are doing, you're like, why wasn't this happening like 10 years ago? Yeah, exactly. Right, man. And you're like, like, well, I'm just going to do it my way. And if it fails, like, yeah, whatever, there's something else that's cool. Like we can kind of tap into, you know, everybody yeah. comes in and mentions Velvachine. Like everyone was aware of a, man, a major what... Cincinnati t-shirt thing going on. And then there's like a huge gap. Uh, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not saying we're the next Velvachine by any means, but, uh, yeah, that's what we are kind of, Hey, I think, there's proof that people like this at yeah. one point. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, we got to talk about Velvet Sheet for a minute. Oh, yeah. All right. So, I grew up in Dayton, which is like, you know, our north or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Velvet Sheet, there was one Velvet Sheet shop, man. And we went there like once a week, Saturdays. 
like, and I'm, you know, I'm in junior high, yeah. and, and my my mom was like, you know, everything was like two bucks. She's like, get whatever you want, <laughs> and I'm just like a kid, and just like, you know, things that were like graphics on shirts. I'm like, hell yeah! So I'm just, you know, and and like, you know, Nirvana was taken off this time, mm-hmm. and all that that Seattle sound, and you know, getting into like Soundgarden, and just just like weird stuff, and like seeing like these reject T-shirts that I just fell in love with. I mean, I remember for the longest time, I'm like in. I'm like in junior high and then high school. I had this like high school women's basketball, like one color screen shirt, yeah. like misprint. And I, I just loved it. I'm like, it was like maybe a ringer shirt. It just, mm-hmm. you know, I would like cut grass all every Saturday. It was just like turned brown. I'm like, there's just something weird about like this, like intimate $2 shirt that you paid for. But so Velvet yeah. Sheen like set a tone. I remember as a kid of like, weird shirts like yeah. you know like these guys in bands were wearing them and it was like they didn't know who that like you know who that team was or right. banana slugs who's that <laughs> they didn't you know they didn't know right. that you yeah. know so i th- yeah like seeing that was just like i don't know it was weird it was like yeah it was it was cool you know that's that's like with my generation we had the thrift stores yeah so i would still i'll still sometimes go but it's like oh, i can buy this like an old baseball t-shirt for a quarter totally and it matches right. my flannel i'm gonna look great and yeah this, and it doesn't even matter it's just like, <laughs> was like where'd you get that i'm like oh i found it for a quarter oh man that's cool yeah and that added value yeah so then i think for I remember in Dayton for the, the step up from Velvachine was like value city. So like when we started to like, so I started, I cut grass to make money. Right. And I spent yeah. all baseball cards and whatever. And, and, and Velvachine and value city. So we go to value city yeah. and they would have all the reject like college apparel. Right. So we could get like Georgetown pants oh, and yeah. like a Tennessee uh-huh. jacket. And it was like, 10 bucks because no one wanted that <laughs> yeah. thing. And maybe it had like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like a tear or like a misprint on the side. Yeah. And, you know, I just remember we would all like try to find the weirdest like college apparel shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's like so weird. Like, where'd you get that? And it was like, oh, man, n- nowhere. You know, like, you know. I got an TCU starter and half the pocket sewn shut. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was like that limited edition because there were rejects and like, but. You know, mm-hmm. it's, st- it's just still wild. You're just that cool was so much fun. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just, like, just <laughs> popped out. Here I am. I can't I, believe it because I've never, I've never really <sighs> until right now, like thinking about that, like fashion side of like junior or high school, yeah. and equating mm-hmm. that, like, yeah, where did I shop? I'm like, dude, Velvachine and the Value City, man, with this stuff. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it was like that on like because Value City, I imagine that was here too, right? Was that a chain? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't they're from Columbus. National. They're from Columbus, and now they're uh, they're concentrating on furniture and Burlington Coat Factory. Okay. And uh, in, in Pittsburgh, where uh, I lived for a while, we had a place called uh, Gabriel Brothers. It's now called Gabe's, yeah. and they're around here. The same thing. <laughs> My buddies and I bought, bought Depeche Mode uh, tour shirts, yes. and the, the rose was a little off for the uh, Violator tour. <laughs> we bought these things called Soviet jeans once, and they were made in China, obviously, but they had like, these little plates on the pocket. That you could change out, and they were like written in Russian. We thought that's just the coolest thing. <laughs> that, <laughs> is, that is cool. Yeah. Commie pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. All your friends can wear these pants. Get in here. <laughs> so good. Uh, but that's like, uh, like it's crazy to watch that now. Like you wore that in middle school, and now that that look is back. Oh it's, right. It's like new vintage, and people go crazy for it. Yeah, it is. It seems like there's a cycle, right? I mean, like you've you've seen like every ten years or or fifteen. It's not even like. 20 or whatever i mean like now you know like always listen to like the grunge or whatever you want to talk whatever that sound was it's like Mm -hmm. now i'm seeing like kids like 
make that music again, get into that stuff yeah. again. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, yeah, dude, this stuff is great. You know what I mean? Like, it is. It's gnarly and fun. There's and, more than just Taylor yeah. Swift and Katy Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Beach Rock came back. You know, mm. like you hear that sound like real estate and all right. those guys. Yeah, 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 for sure. Cycles back in. It's, it's uh, You, you got to love it, man, because yeah. it's like, I mean, as I look around back here, it's like you can't, you don't want to throw anything away, right? I mean, like yeah. that stuff, like even if it's not hot right now, you know, like yeah. I think I was watching this thing about um, like Complex Magazine did this blueprint. I don't know if you've seen any of those yeah. videos. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're amazing. And they were talking to um, this guy who was like, you know, my biggest nightmare is walking through and seeing all 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 the stuff sit on the shelves that's not selling. But he's but then he's like, Jay Z will wear it, and then we're gone. It's yeah. out. You know, <laughs> it's out so it's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, how do I get Jay Z to like wear one of our snapbacks or something? Right, yeah. right. How do I push it onto someone really cool? <laughs> yeah, right, right. But you know, that's that's you never know when that. Yeah, I mean, the influencers. You know, yeah, yeah. That's such a big thing now. Like, we kind of go back and forth to that to the shop, but like, how much is that like? really mean and how does that how yeah. does that affect like a Cincinnati like does it I mean I, I don't know I, don't, you know, I think they're saying that it, yeah it's, it's not that big a deal anymore especially now if they right. if they do it legit they have to have like hashtag ad like in the post so people still know it's right. an advertisement yeah right. um, so I don't know but yeah it's interesting though I mean there's definitely like some sort of marketing and like I don't know there's some mad science behind some of that yeah, stuff yeah like Twitter's you know? getting sneaky like, if you right, notice that when you're right. going through your feed, it's like, so-and-so likes this. And it's like, they're just wearing whatever. Yeah, like, Whoa, man. that's cool. Then I'm like, I see you see Tiny in the right corner. It says sponsored. I'm like, right. how would you pull that off? Yeah. I believed you for three seconds <laughs> yeah. and you burned me. Hey, they are getting inventive ways of doing that. And then I saw, like, the other day, like, Facebook is going to start taking that stuff out of your feed. They're, I'm yeah. like, really? Like, huh? I mean, they're, redoing, they're redoing the whole feed. They're just getting rid really? of it. Doing that. Something Zuckerberg said that earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. They just want more. It, it's a good thing. Uh, yeah. Which actually we learned in a previous podcast. Just yesterday we uh, we recorded about uh, all the Facebook changes. But yeah, they, just, yeah. They, they want you to put out good content that people uh, interact with. Yeah, sure. Um, more than just, hey, here it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, <laughs> or like so fake news, you know. Man. So, okay. So, what was it? Last week, I totally got, I'm like, nah, my dad's just getting foiled by, you know, by fake news. And I totally, I totally got got, man. What happened? So, <clears throat> I'm, I'm flipping through this stuff and it was the Bitcoin kid in Brooklyn who like took all these Chuck E. Cheese filed him down and wrote V on him and he like specifically made like a million dollars and I'm like no way dude and I'm reading this article I'm like this guy this guy's a genius like he's fooling all his buddies and I'm like and I, and I went to go like tell Brandon at the shop and Matt and I'm like dude check this out this dude's like a genius like he's in jail and here's his mugshot yeah. and then what is it Snopes or whatever that website's like dude yeah. this is fake news I'm like no I'm like no I'm like I want to believe because this is so like yeah. gangster and hilarious yeah. like, like it's pirate treasure yeah like literally filing down like <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese coins like yeah. that's awesome like here's a bitcoin son yeah. <laughs> go, go buy yourself something real nice oh my god! but it's not too far fetched I know that's, that's awesome. where I'm like it's brilliant like let the like you know let's make mm-hmm. f- free this guy I don't know his name free, <laughs> free the bitcoin Chuck E. Cheese guy <laughs> free <know>? bitcoin Barry <laughs> right right man like that's you know awesome. there's gonna be a march in the street for this dude man but no no to no avail that's perfect <laughs> so the, that's great. So as you're uh, 
your design journey went along. Yeah. I got to bring this up because I'm a big Jack White nerd. Yeah, man. So you've done, you've done stuff for, with Jack White? Yeah. So so what's really funny about that whole conversation, man. It, uh, so <laughs> it was just a conversation? Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it, <laughs> there's got to be more to this. Yeah. I kind of I kind of screwed things up, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but just because I think I was just trying to be honest and a good dude. Mm-hmm. So buddies of mine, the Greenhorns, right? Like, yeah. Legendary, man. They were like off to like be the next big band. Yeah. They, you know, they toured around with the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. I mean, so did like Fairmont Girls. Like White Stripes stopped at like the Comet all the time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and they played with like these bands and it was no big deal. And, you know, a couple of those guys like... Patrick, Little Jack, you know, they worked mm-hmm. at the Comet, you know, and, and slinging burritos and playing in the Greenhorns and picked up shows and all of a sudden, like, White Stripes kind of take off and they kind of take Greenhorns with them and you bring them on, you know, Third Man and playing some mm-hmm. shows and then, like, the Rack and Tour started, so they're the yeah. back, so, like, Little Jack and Patrick are the backing band for that, right? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, and then all of a sudden they're on um, Loretta Lynn's record, which, like, wins all these awards. Mm-hmm. Jack White's producing it, did some songs on it. Yeah. Gorgeous record. And then all of a sudden, like, they're expanding and, you know, I, I'm, I'm hearing word from Patrick, like, man, you know, you want to you know, come down and do some work at Third Man. And I'm just like, hell yeah. Because I kind of helped them with their website and things like that. The mm-hmm. kind of some posters are going to to uh, do some things at Third Man. And Patrick designs and, you know, I feel like everyone's, you know, creative and does other things in those bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, yeah, I mean, like, this would be amazing. I just like broken up with this girl and I'm like, man, going to Nashville, like, hell yeah. Like, I'm down, man. Like, we're... Mm-hmm. Work with you guys and Jack White, like, and this is yeah. like 2010. Um, like, yeah, yeah, this is probably, yeah, I think around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, and then I heard like the art director maybe leaving, and I'm like, oh man, like, okay, uh. so this is, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I got this new plan, man, like, I'm yeah. gonna go down there, blah, 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 blah. and um, <laughs> you know, you're just, you get excited, you see your buddies taking off, and you're also like, mm-hmm. man, I can contribute to this, I can do some cool things, yeah. Well, all of a sudden, like, I don't know. This day hits and um, I get a text from Patrick. He's like, hey, man, we're on our way over. Like, you know, and I'm kind of like, what do you mean? We're on, you know, like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, we'll be there soon. And I'm like, who's we? And he's like, Jack and I. And I'm thinking like little <laughs> Jack and him. I'm like, that's cool. Straighten up the place a little bit. And all of a sudden he goes, he goes, he like he texted back. and He's like, like Jack White. That's what I mean. I'm like. Oh shit! Like he's coming to my house. Like what? Like you know, like Seven Nation Army. Everything's out right now, and I'm just like, this dude's coming to my house. Like, oh, shit. Northside, what's up? And so I'm like cleaning my shit, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, does it like should I get weed or like? What, like I don't know. Any, I don't really know too much about him. Other right, than, you don't like, want to be a dork. Yeah, I'm like, do I, do I, like, what does he drink? And he's like, man, he doesn't want any of that stuff. And I'm like, you know, and I, and I like already text some people. I'm like, oh, never mind. Like, you know, like, I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, man, it was so surreal. Like, you know, he shows up on my doorstep and got the wide brim hat, and dude just looks up and like he's like in character. Uh, man, well, that's, like, that's yeah. how he is. He doesn't yeah. like leave the house, man, unless he's like that's who he is, man. Like, I guess he goes to bed, and that's you know he yeah. is who he is who he is. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, no, it was it was awesome, and and um, it was one of those things where. Uh, Man, just like a super nice dude, like came in. Patrick was like, "See you later." Sat on the couch, and I'm like, "Uh," and I'm like, "I don't," you know. Patrick was kind of like, 
you know, he wants to revamp the Third Man website. And I'm like, cool, you know? Yeah. Like, so I had a little studio in my house, and I'm like, you know, he, Jack White starts playing my piano, and I'm like, dude, this is so cool. And he asked me about, this is where I went wrong. He asked me about this, like, attenuator thing for this amp, and he's like, how does this, you know, do you like this and everything? I should have been like, take it with you. Check it out. Yeah. I'll swing by your house and pick it up later, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But I did, and I was like, that's eh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing the way the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, really should have been know. like, no, here, put this on your, you're like, no, I'll see you later. You know, probably <laughs> to take it apart. And, and, yeah, and yeah. that's yeah. the excuse. you all the workings. Yeah. Right, and then that's the excuse for me to show up on his doorstep. Yeah. Like, I'm here for my attenuator, dude. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I fixed it with a coffee filter I like, threw away two weeks yeah. ago. Like, who's this fat bastard on my door, man? <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, you know, but I was like, so what I didn't realize is I'm like, kind of show him all the video stuff and the illustration stuff. And he's like, oh, that's cool, man. And I'm kind of like, yeah, like I'm doing all this stuff. And he keeps asking website questions. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's super easy. Like you should get like a bunch of interns to do this stuff. And <laughs> I'm talking myself out of the oh, job for him. No. He's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. And then I'm trying to, I'm trying to show him like all this like creative stuff I'm doing. He's like, and I'm, and I'm looking back, I'm like, oh, he's probably like, he doesn't want to hear any of that stuff, you know. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm young. I don't, I don't know. So I, it was funny. I kind of yeah. talk. I think Patrick's sitting there going, like, "What are you doing, dude?" Yeah. And I'm like talking. So I'm like, "Yeah, you can just get some young kids to do this stuff." And I yeah. kind of talked myself out of the gig, right? right. So yeah. he yeah. probably hears that creative stuff all day and just I keeps know. getting hit with it. Yeah, you don't even think about that. I know. I, I didn't just, at all. I could make a depression. And that was me. But I was, I played it cool. When he left, I was like geeking out, right? Yeah. Like I was like, I was like, I played it cool. And then it's funny, like <laughs> two months later. Uh, one of my best friends, Andrew, who uh, played with the Greenhorns keyboards, mm-hmm. um, did a lot of session work, lived in Nashville down there at the time. Got session work uh, for like, actually for um, uh, oh Ben Folds. He traveled yeah. the world with him. Um, oh, man. Uh, a lot of stuff with uh, uh, Joe Costa, who runs mm-hmm. RCA, RCA Studio A, which was Ben's studio, which Elvis and all those dudes like wow. did all the stuff down there. All any of the big like um, orchestra stuff was all all recorded there, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. And so we go down there, and it's um, oh, it's uh, one of the raconteurs' um, birthday, kid's birthday, and we're like, yeah, man, we're down here, we'll swing by, mm-hmm. and dude, like all the rock stars were there, right? <laughs> and we're walking up, man, party. and Jack White's just—it's like you know, suburb kind of thing. Jack White's sitting on the front porch by himself. His hat and his glasses on. It, it looked like he was whittling, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was building and, a guitar. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Exactly, man. And, yeah. and, and we're kind of walking up, and I go, and I look, and I'm like, hey, and he goes, he's kind of doing this to everybody. And he goes, oh, hey, man. So I'm like, oh, he remembered me. All right, he remembered the big guy. So I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So that, you know, after that, man, you know, like, you know, he, the, the art director, Rob, hung out. He, he stayed, and, and, yeah. and uh, you know, Raconteur is kind of like, or um, I'm sorry, the Greenhorns did one record. They kind of like, yeah. So yeah, you know, like that ship, that ship kind of sailed. But it was, yeah. you know, it was kind of cool. Like, you know, I Ben Swank is a real good dude. And he kind of, he's kind of like him and um, the other Ben are kind of like his right and left hand man. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of waiting for the right moment to kind of tug on Ben Swank's. If he's listening to tug on your yeah. your shirt to be like, hey, dude, I'm like, what's up? You know, so I can still do some stuff, man. Yeah, I know, right? Like, yeah. but yeah, so we did some stuff down there. But man, those guys got a well oiled ship, man, and it's unreal. It's cool. Yeah, and and to to see the space it's like down Walker's there, factory. Yeah, man, it's so cool. And yeah. you know, honestly, when he opened that stuff, that was that really kind of inspired me, like seeing a little bit behind the curtain of like 
you know, what a shop could be and what a creative shop could be. And that, mm -hmm. you know, some of that stuff kind of influenced Vikings, like what I wanted with the, with the store, you know, and like mm -hmm. sort of like, but, but that, but, but his place kind of re reverse engineered where, you know, now um, fast forward to 1355 Walnut, you know, I wanted big glass windows. I yeah. wanted people to kind of peek in and see that, you know, you can do all this stuff under one roof mm -hmm. and you can kind of see the process and, you know, you can do low runs and stuff like, you know, whether it's a PNG or like, man, the, what's even more fascinating is like the kid next door who's got like 200 bucks and he's like, I got this fashion brand I'm starting. Yeah. And you're like, like, oh yeah. 100%. Well, we'll, send, 100. That, we'll send that guy to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. On our door too I know, right, times. right. But sometimes, man, you know, you yeah. kind of, yeah, you set the, you set a little bit of a game plan up. You're like, look, go out and hustle with your friends and pre-sell half of them, man. Yeah. And that's your cost. That's the 200 bucks to get this thing moving. And some of them do that, man. And it's cool. And yeah. they've, they've kind of built some things off that, you know, and that's, that's kind of fun to see yeah. in the neighborhood. And sometimes, you know, and Brandon can tell you this stuff from, better than I can. You you get, you know, kids that'll show up to the door with like the crudest drawings and like yeah. and people want them though. Like you're like, you want that on a shirt, man? Like, yeah, no, yeah. that's it, man. And you're like, oh well, that's like um that looks like a penis and like <laughs> those are like breasts falling over. All right, dude. Like, all right. If it's yeah. not, you know, if it's not I don't know, like hurting anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? mean yeah. like, we used to have kids come in and like when I worked at the OTR store, there's this kid who used to come in every day with different drawings. Yeah. And man. clearly traced out of comic books and anime <laughs> books. It's like, I drew this and then I did this with uh, markers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah? yeah. yeah. What if this was on a shirt? I'm like, Okay. <laughs> you know, the worst is when the grown men come in. Like, uh, <laughs> with, like, not the kids. Like, the guy's like, yeah, I did this. And you're like, it's literally like a photo with, like, another copyright on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I, I don't know, man. I don't think. You got to do 25 of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> minimum. Two yeah. color everybody minimum. Wants yeah, right. like, everybody. All right. Give me two people who aren't your friends or your family who want that shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, and then right. Come back. <laughs> but. but there are those hustle stories, and yeah, it, it more often than not, you're kind of like, oh, geez. But yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, at least there's like, you know, they have a place, right, to go and at least like get yeah. some direction or, or or something like that. That was one thing too that we recently did. Like we kind of we we said you know what if we're going to have like a POS there and yeah. you guys know this somebody needs to be there or yeah. else it like doesn't work right yeah. yeah so we're like Brandon's like all right man i'm going to i'm just i'm going to do it man like 10 to 6 every day i'm going to stand there and and, and take it man and i'm <laughs> yeah. like i'm like let's just try it and yeah. so far man you know he's a better face than i am up there so <laughs> you know like He's he's got some, he, he's working on his patience with it. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> that was my next question: is like how they handle that? Because I I, yeah. mean, I get it too. I worked at the right, right, OTR right. shop for like two years, so it's like anything can come in. Oh my god! No matter what, and it can really test you and having to push some people out and then understanding yeah. that some people just want to stop in and don't understand it. And yeah, then I'm like, hey, I'm at behind a counter. I can't leave, even if you're here for three hours know, and talking right? your ear off. It's like yeah. okay, yeah, that's yeah, happened. Yeah. That's happened a couple of times too, where it was like, especially when we first moved in, like we didn't. Like, I, I didn't really know much about retail because my shop before that was on Vine Street. It yeah. was very small. And I just hid in the back, man. And I just looked, <laughs> and I just put shit up that I thought looked cool. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of those things was, like, the strong man when I heard about that story. Like, Henry Henry Holt grew Oh, yeah. I was like, man, like, I want to celebrate the world's strongest man that lived on, on my block. Dude, that's dope. Yeah. So, kind of did this big mural there. And, you know, just hid in the back. 
But, you know, what's funny, man, is like people, you hear conversations and it was like, to just jump into that story real quick, it was like, I heard this like young woman, like on a final Friday, man, she was like, she stopped with her friends and giggling. I didn't think anything of it. I'm still in the back, kind of finishing up a deadline or whatever. Yeah. And um, she's like, what's my great, great grandfather doing on this dude's wall? And like that's when the spark oh. went off, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa! Like, there's family members, there's people that still care about mm-hmm. yeah. just like Cincinnati lore, and that got me. Was well, she like cease and desist? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, get now, get it off there. It's a sketch, and we have that. Yeah, we own that at the house, and no, it was man. You know, it was totally cool because that like led me to to kind of walk up to artworks and go, man, yeah. let's let's do a legend series. Let's start storytelling let's start yeah. telling these stories of like these heroes in our neighborhood and you know he was the first one and luckily i'm so glad he was the first one because there was like 200 family members still alive man that's so cool yeah and they came out of the woodwork and was like you know some of the, like what do you call it? the is it the matriarch the oldest yeah 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 is that right? matriarch uh, the family. Yeah, yeah 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 she was like this tall and like a brick dude like, <laughs> But she like is. not fat, like just like awesome, like and just, just like muscle. Yeah, man. She, you know, and she was probably like ninety, and there was a reason because she was like a badass, you yeah. know. And uh, so yeah, the blood. Yeah, and they they had the like they had the medals of them and stuff, oh, and I'm so just cool. like it legitimizes wow. like that thinking of thought about like. So he traveled the world. Yeah, man. He like stuff. Well, what was <laughs> well he did and he didn't. So he started like vaudeville, right, doing some of that stuff, and mm-hmm. and. But he was only kind of locally because he moved over uh, from Germany and was like, I want to start my family, you know, like, and, you know, they all had big families back then, right? Yeah. And he, and he like, worked at a couple of different pubs. And, you know, the internet wasn't wasn't back then. So, like, they yeah. lifted and tore things and showed brute strength and, like, the <laughs> bars during the day. And yeah. that was, like, entertainment. And what I found fascinating is, like, on Vine Street, all the parking lots on Vine Street used to be theaters. Oh, wow. And they tore all those down. Yeah, man. Like, if you look at that's uh, why there's, like, there's probably, like, ten of them. Man, maybe seven. And those yeah. all used to be some sort of theater. And they tore them down their parking lots now. And yeah. I'm like, that's fast. And this is where those dudes would go in. And, you know, there was a lot of strongmen stuff at that time. Yeah. So he kept, get cha- he kept getting challenged mm-hmm. by all these strongmen from Austria and just all over the world, right? And he's yeah. like, nah, I don't want to travel. I'm doing my thing and over the Rhine. Uh, he's like, I got my family. Yeah. I'm not, you come to me. Yeah. And he would, and he, and he, like, all these people, like, you know, he lost and won, and, and, you know, there was a time where the strongest dude came, and was like, I'm going to show this dude up, and got whooped, you That's know, awesome. with, like, with lifting feet. <laughs> and, um, yeah, man, like, this guy, and, and, and he, he gave him, he, like, went down the street and took his medal and got re-engraved for Henry. It <laughs> was like, nah, you're, you're the man, you know? Oh, that's awesome. So, like, yeah. And, and I mean, that just kind of influenced the whole thing of, like, man, let's just look in, in our community and let's try to yeah. find some yeah. fun projects. Let's make right. some stuff up, man. Well, and, yeah. What was it like working with Ezra Charles' family and man, all that stuff? That's so cool, too, because that was one of those one of those things, as you guys know, it's like, we got the superhero, man, living, like, yeah. that, that was in Over the Rhine, West End. Yeah. West End needs some love. Yeah. There's, like, you know, we, we need to talk more about this guy, you know what I mean? And just diving in and research. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine, Brian Powers, who works at the library, man, he is, yeah. like, the, like, he's, like, the Cincinnati historian, man. Like, he knows, he helped me out with Henry, he helped me out with Strongman. Um, he's just, King Records, he's given me a lot of information yeah. on. He just knows, like... All this lore, because that's what he does all day, right? He's yeah, researching. Yeah. 
Um, so he really helped me out to understand what kind of person he was, man. And mm. he like didn't drink or smoke, but like because he trained all the time, yeah. man. And he was raised by like his grandmother over on the West mm-hmm. End, dude. He like he uh, he was a part owner of the Cotton Club. He was a jazz musician. So all really? the jazz cats that came through town, he was like hooking them up. Oh, that's you cool. know like Dizzy Gillespie, all those dudes, man. Like they were buddies, and and he was a tailor. So he worked down. Um, on Vine Street, that was mm-hmm. it's a parking lot where all the, the bird mural. I forget. Uh, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. John. Uh, yeah, where the Rutherford's. The... Um, yeah, so yeah, that's a parking lot. But that used to be this ta- like tailor place that he worked. Even when he was heavyweight champion, he was down there tailoring. And like, oh, yeah. some people would would know who he was. We wouldn't, you know. Oh man! So <clears throat> it was one of those things. I'm like, man, you know, talking to artworks. It's like let's celebrate this guy, man. You know, it's 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 boxing, yes, but it's like it's jazz. It's like. He spoke three languages. Like his wife was Italian. What? He's a World War II vet. Like he went and fought. Like this dude. Like, that dude's awesome. Yeah, he's really? a superhero. So I'm like, you know, let's talk about him. Let's have a conversation. Let's do the yeah. mural. And now that sparked this whole other thing. We need to give back to the West End. You know, yes. Like, all these kids that walk up and down Ezra Charles go. They're like, who is that dude? Was he the mayor or like, you know, it right. sounds like some old weird white guy's name. Like, yeah. no, dude. Yeah. So we're we've been working with like the Western Council, the Parks Board, and we just got it okayed. We're going to do the America's first interactive bronze sculpture down at Laurel Park. Oh, nice. that's awesome! Yeah, man. man. Dude, so, congrats. thank you so much. You know, and it's going to be. Um, you know, we've got an amazing artist that's working on that, um, John Heben Street. Um, he's done, like, um, Smale Park. He did the, the Black Brigade down there. He's oh, done yeah. stuff at, um, up in Cleveland at the Rock and Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So he's doing this, like, 14-foot statue, man. Oh, and it's going to be right in the middle there. And then we're going to do, like, man, we're going to work on some interactive app stuff for it. So he can box with them, run his route, just do some fun oh, stuff. that's awesome. Well. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's like our own Rocky, except ours is real. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. There it is, <laughs> man. There it is. Uh, so, yeah, that's, like, a new mission for Vikings, man. It's just, like... Partnering with like rad people and you know looking at our heritage and mm-hmm. seeing how we can like like you guys like reinvent some of that stuff and yeah. continue to tell those stories, man, and and do it you know whether it's like on a rock poster or an app or whatever, yeah. man. Like just try to have some fun with that. It's stuff, like you're doing you know? the brewery trail too. You're doing that app, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we've we've got to make some updates on that stuff. It's been about a year, but yeah, man, we've been, you know, we worked on that with those guys, you know, and you know, they need some love, man. And, yeah. and there's so many different stories to tell with that, man, which oh, yeah. is super cool. But yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like the older I get, man, it's like, I, I, I want to tell stories and, and history mm-hmm. has become more important. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it, it is man. And especially Cincinnati where, you know, I feel like, you know, we could have had the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame down here. You know, we yeah. we helped invent rock and roll here, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we invented genres of like jump blues and and, and and rockabilly stuff here. And we've never gotten together as a city to tell the story right, man. Yeah. You know, so I just want to help with that, man. Like, help get people together and and yeah. start telling our story. I mean, you definitely yeah, did that with awesome. Blink. Like, you know, Thank there's so you. many yeah. people that wouldn't know that stuff unless they took the time to watch it. And that's kind of insane yeah. that they almost tore that building down to make it, make it into a, a parking garage. And yeah. so we had to stop it. And, and it took how many musicians to come down to, to city council be like, hey, this oh is it's more important you could even imagine. Yeah. And it's still, like, locked up and trying to figure out Brewster up there. And, and you know, 
I mean, that's one of the things I've found is you've got these guys like Philip Paul and Otis Williams. Mm. We don't know how much time they have left, man. Yeah. And they've got, you know, they had a lot of opportunities with Sid Nathan back in the late 40s and early 50s to start this new thing. Mm -hmm. But all that stuff was taken from them, too. I mean, they don't own their music anymore, you know, and it's like they can't put their logo on stuff. And, and, you know, they don't the rights to that stuff. They don't know where it's at. And. I mean, you just feel for these guys where you're like, dude, you guys helped invent rock and roll. Like, Otis Williams is like the last doo-wop singer alive. That's crazy. And like, like, why aren't we like, yeah. just as a city, like, man, this guy shouldn't have to pay for a drink anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Kind of thing. You no know, kidding. like, like uh, things like that. And I think, you know, as does he long still live here? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He does, wow. man. And he's in his, you know, early nineties, late eighties. Um, you know, and it's, I think it's guys like you guys, uh, just the creative culture, just to come together and start having these conversations. Because I feel like, oh, for sure, you know, I'd you love start, to do some with you guys. For yeah, sure. man, it'd be awesome. And you know, you start thinking about this history and this war, and like, that's why I wanted to animate it for Blank. It's like because it'll mm-hmm. create, you know, there's a new maybe it helps create a new audience. Yeah, like okay, there was no cameras back then, man. Like. Yeah. They didn't care about African-American musicians on the yeah. Chitlin circuit yeah. in the early fit. They didn't yeah. care, man. Like, <laughs> right. They're like, oh, this is for the black audience, blah, 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 which is bullshit. I mean, yeah. like, at least Sid Nathan understood that, like, white America wants soul and blues. Yeah. Like, we, like, this is making the white girls shake their ass. Like, yeah. we need to do this. <laughs> so, like, he was smart as a businessman for that yeah. stuff. But. You know, as an animator, I was just like, man, there's no photos of these guys doing this. Like, you know, Wynoni Harris, arguably the first rock and roll singer on King Records, man, this dude, he he got found. So he he was putting stuff out and Sid Nathan, the owner of King, found him like, like, I guess he kept chasing around like different states and finally penned him down for an interview to sign it. Right. Yeah. Hotel room. Three naked women, and he's wearing satin pink underwear at the door, and he's like signs it like, "Yeah, I'll do it, man." But, dude, what is more rock and roll in 1947, 46? Like seeing this like amazing like African American like like awesome singer in his like pink underwear with three naked ladies, right, him, man? Like that stuff that wouldn't fly, man. You know? Yeah. But Sid was like, "Nope this this is this is it." You know what I mean? Yeah. And no one saw him go up on his toes and all the girls screaming for him. Like he did that stuff yeah. a decade before Elvis did. Yeah. And Elvis covered his songs, man. Exactly. You know? So I'm like, man. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I get goosebumps because I'm like. We gotta tell this story like somehow, man. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta like work as a community and like get this stuff, yeah, get this stuff out there. Yeah, man. Because sure. it's so rad. Like to me, that's yeah. like rock and roll, man. Like that's, you know, Memphis and Detroit, they all had their things and stacks and Chicago and chess. But King was before all that. Yeah. They were a decade before that. Mm. And I don't know if it was just like, you know, Sid died and, you know, at the end, I know, I know musicians didn't get all the rights they should have. Yep. You know, and it's one of those things like, was it just, did it just fizzle and people were just upset and it just like went to nowhere? Like, I don't know, yeah. but we still have to celebrate those times of like the inception of this beautiful thing. You well, know? Yeah. well, I'll shift it to big radio. 
you know, and Capitol yeah. Records owning everything and RCA and all these people soaking every sucking everything up. Man. So all these little guys you think about have just were just dissolved in the sixties, seventies, and eighties. So crazy, man. Yeah, and 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 that's where like I guess when all that big stuff happens and it crushes the little guys, new crustaceans of things yeah. start to form, you know. And and I mean, King was like the first DIY, you know, exactly because he did it all under one roof and no one had done that, you know. Right. So yeah, man, it's. And then, I mean, still, there's awesome musicians and artists that come out of Cincinnati, but you never, I don't know, man, it's always one of those things, like, maybe we just love it, like, we love to be the underdog, we love to, like, punch up, and we love yeah. to kind of always be under the rock a little bit, Yeah, and maybe yeah. that what gravitates certain creatives here, too, like, mm-hmm. being able to be, like... Always that chip on the shoulder. Yep. Like, damn it, man. We're not New York. <laughs> I know. We're getting the crumbs, but damn it, man. We're, getting, we're making these morsels right. You know? yeah. so, the creative Sisyphus of the world. Uh, man, Just right? keep pushing the rock up. That's like the... the what I, I mean, we're not Rust Belt, but no. kind of. But, but it has that feel to it, you know? Mm-hmm. But almost Cincinnati kind of has this like, we're not Rust. We're not the... South. Yeah. Like, we're not Rust, but we're like River, Steam. Yeah. Like, a little of that... Like, there, you know, there's some arrogance to it, too, and it's sometimes to a downfall, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I think it's a, a, I don't know if I answered any of those questions. No, no. <laughs> hey, I think we got something. Our, our goal is just to, yeah, just to yeah. fill the dead space, and we're doing yeah, that. Man. Well, yeah. also, like, we're just talking. Yeah, the sure. The music scene is kind of coming back around, too, with, like, WNKU shutting its doors, and you've got all these people trying man. to fill that void with five different internet channels, like Inhaler and what... Urban Artifact is right. doing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's coming back around, too. That's All true, man. Circular. It is. It's cool to see. I don't know. I guess I'm 40 now, so I can be like the youth. But I <laughs> yeah. still, I still, you know, I think as a creative, you still feel like, I mean, when, I, when I'm illustrating a poster for, like, Dinosaur Jr. or, or even, like, you know, the, the kids next door, man, I feel yeah. like I'm 20, man. Like, I don't ever want to. If I'm if I feel like I'm old dude, like I you know, yeah. I'm doing it wrong, man. Right. You know what I mean? Like so I do want to feel like, you know, I'm I'm having fun and I'm kinda you know, maybe I'm not going to shows every night, you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm still like you know, still in it, man, and still still trying to have some fun with that yeah. stuff. And then I think, you know, I think a turning point too for me was like well, yesterday I started my um, teaching my first class at Art Academy. Oh, wow. And thanks, man. And and I'm nervous, man. You know, like it's kind of weird. You yeah. know, like you want to be cool. You want them to like you. I, yeah. yeah. And you're like, man, I remember being 20 years old and, oh, some artist dude thinks he knows <laughs> shit, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, but it's also like, you know, we're, the project we're doing is, you know, King Record 75th. Like I want these oh, kids cool. to have some fun with it. Like there let's make go. some posters. Let's. You know, none of the kids know about King Records. I'm like, what a great opportunity to be like, yo, we're going to learn, man. We're going to learn, like, what happened in this town. And, you know, I don't know. It seemed like they were interested. But that's that's sort of like, you know, I think we're obligated as maybe not just as we get older, but, like, if we're going to be here, like, we should, like, help out those younger kids in some Mm -hmm. form, man. It's not, you know, in some Mm -hmm. form – and maybe education, you know, maybe it's sitting at a desk and listen to a kid about his drawings and I, yeah. how, you know what, that works, but it doesn't work, you know, kind of stuff right, like right, that. Right. Like, I think that's all, like, kind of goes back in a in sort of our creative duty, yeah. you know, a little bit of that stuff. All yeah. helping each other so we all get better. Yeah, man. It is. It's like, how many times have you seen, I don't know, you, you would see people go and do their thing and, you know they would be reluctant to throw that rope back over, you know? Yeah. It, it kind of, right. <clears throat> and, and I don't know if it's like entertainment or media or whatever, but, you know, I think if you see that <clears throat> and that happens to you or whatever, or you know something yeah. like that, I think your first thing is to be like, oh man, 
bullshit. <laughs> but then your second thing is to be like, you know what? I don't. I if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get there, I, I want to do that. I want to yeah. throw the rope over and help out. You know what I mean? Whatever mm-hmm. that means. You know. Right, right, right. <clears throat> help get over that wall. Yeah, man. Because it's there, you know, like in all different capacities, not just mm-hmm. Trump's wall. Yeah. But it's all different walls, oh, man, right? Yeah. It's just anything that can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it takes back a little bit. I know that, uh, yeah, you've worked on Blink, but before then you worked on both Luminosities, three, how many Luminosities? Yeah, so not the first one because Landor, Steve and Dan kind of did that. Uh, the first one was, was out of Landor, and okay. then those guys kind of started their, their own thing. And asked for, for, for me to help on with that mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, this is crazy, man. Like, yeah. getting everybody down at, like, Washington Park that just got renovated. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the, the symphonies, you know, they're trying, you know, they're trying to do something different and new. Yeah. I'm like, this is cool, man. And opening up that audience so it's not just like donors, it's like mm-hmm. the whole community. I'm like, yeah, man, this is great. And, you know, the things I gravitated toward that at that time, I was like, what, you know, story, Cincinnati, what's happening, yeah. what's going on here. And like, you know, um, <clears throat> the Charlie Harper stuff happened with that. Yeah, and that I got cool. to, yeah, thanks, man. And that, that was cool because I got to meet, you know, Brett, the son, and also Chip, who's, he's such a wild card and, and crazy bird. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but seeing like behind the curtain with that stuff, man. Yeah. And, <clears throat> excuse me, seeing like, like, all his stuff and Edie, all Charlie and Edie's stuff is like at the Mockbee and it's like all buried yes. up there. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, this is like insane. Like all the artifacts and all paintings and all like the sketches and just walking wow. through there. I didn't, we, you know, we couldn't touch them obviously, right. but like being there, like smelling it. And, and it was just awesome. And like mm-hmm. to kind of have that experience, you know, posters, you're like, oh, I remember this as a kid, like this, you yeah. know, like this even made it to Dayton, you know, like the Cincinnati zoo yeah. posters and stuff, the park you know? posters and everything, Yeah, man. Like he, he like owned all that space, you know? Wow. And, um, you know, he got his gig doing graphic design for like Ford magazine and Whoa. took off. Yeah. took off from there, you know, like it was, man, it was cool, man. And just being a part of that and, and being able to like animate his stuff and, it was a lot of work because, you know, we had to, like, redraw his stuff in Vector, which mm-hmm. wasn't too crazy because if you look at his work, man, like, Adobe Illustrator, like, owes Charlie, like, everything. Because, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. that's the style, man. You He's know, made like, out of cut paper or what? <clears throat> yeah. What is his Yeah, he, he painted all that stuff by hand, man. Lines, all that straight lines and stuff. Just killer work. And, um, yeah, like, remaking all that and animating yeah, that stuff. how it moves. He didn't animate anything. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah, and, and that was, that was you know, that was one of the coolest things I've ever done, man. Like, being there at Luminosity and seeing, like, little kids going, like, oh, I know that cardinal and it's flying at me, you know? Like, and we're, you know, we're under deadline, so it's not perfect. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, man, like, this is, like, I'm like, it was such a high because the community was, like, so on board and so behind it. I'm like, this is it, man. Like, I want to yeah. do, like, I want to, like, you got to, ro- we all Robin Hood stuff, right? We all yeah. have to, like, work certain jobs to pay for the other ones but i'm like man i got it how do how do we how do we focus more on this cool stuff cuz this is like you know i mean they yeah. you know and Charlie Harper has his own brand and Chip does a great job of getting all that mm-hmm. merch out and stuff but it was like oh it never been animated cool like what can we do with it you know yeah. and the piece of music was like 30 minutes long and i'm like <laughs> in animation time that's like a nightmare man yeah, it's no like kidding. and it's like <clears throat> they animate 30 minutes yeah dude, i mean 20 <laughs> something right it was crazy man no commercials 
Yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like, oh, brought to you by, oh man. So yeah, you know, and it, we and I mean, the pressure to make it good because if it doesn't look like Charlie Harper, when yeah. the, the Cardinals people wins are flat or whatever, him, then uh, yeah, you know. So was his family critical, or were, were you, was there man, any times where they were like, no, you're not getting it right? Right, right. It was, you, you know, just it was go home and cry. Or the you course, nail, you nail everything. Your first <laughs> time, no. <laughs> no way. Like, well, okay. So the first time Brett saw it. We just didn't have any time. We had like two months. Mm-hmm. He he was traveling or something like that. Um, I had done like two all-nighters in a row, right? And that's a lot, man. Like, yeah. Like three three nights straight, you're kind of like starting to like. Especially over 30. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and you're starting to like see whiskey. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> you're like, like, it, like what is it? Like anesthesia, Anastasia, sorry, like starting to set in. You're like, you're like tasting numbers or whatever, you know? Like you're just like, this is good. This is ah. So we show up over at the Brave Berlin guys. And I'm like, I'm like, if he doesn't like it, man, I, I don't have time to change it. It was t- tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, we had the walkthrough. I'm like, maybe I can, I got to get some sleep and do something overnight, I guess, or whatever. Because yeah. it was a walkthrough. And he watched it. A big glass of whiskey, by the way. I'm sitting, it's like 10 in the morning. And I'm like, kind of, you know, they handed it to me when I walked in. Those guys are great. You know, because yeah. we're like, we finished. Well, we're kind of, kind yeah. of. Yeah. You got to get the sign off here. Yeah. Uh, but Brett watched it. He didn't say a word, man. It's 20 minutes it's going by. And I'm like. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Is this, is this good? I know. I'm like, is this good? Is this bad? And he stopped and he goes, he looked at us. He goes, I want to do one thing with this. And then I'm like, oh, what's one thing, man? He's like, he's like, I want to put at the very end, like pay homage to my dad and put his name up there, like in in, in memory of. And he's like, the rest of it is is fantastic, you guys. And I'm like, oh, yes. That's great. I'm like, done, dude. We can do that. So, yeah, man, that was one of those things. It was like, cool. I'm going to like drink like a pint of whiskey and fall asleep <laughs> like this is great yeah and you know i don't know that that was like yeah it was a really good moment man like the whole luminosity you know in the in the second year we came back and i did the whole like what does cincinnati look in vector and some mm-hmm. you know we kind of had like a lot of different um you know like the museum center and kind of traveling around and see you know what cincinnati looks like and that yeah. was a lot of fun sort of like a heritage piece yeah um which was really nice and took a lot of work and and then, um, you know, that was really, felt really good about that. Um, and then, you know, the third year, I don't know, like went down to somebody else creatively controlled that and it was like, wasn't yeah. involved. I'm like, I don't know what's happening with this stuff. Whatever. It's cool. Like, yeah. kind of had a nice run there. And then Blink happened and Blink was like, God, we awesome. didn't know what, you guys, we didn't know. I mean, seriously, we, we saying, knew we were going to work on something. I remember seeing you on Facebook, and it was like seriously a week before. And you're yeah, like, man. "Yeah, you're posting this stuff." I'm like, "Man, this stuff's not in the can yet." No, those <laughs> are those are still like Illustrator files. I'm like, I'm like, I, I felt so good about it. You know, it was like fun, and I'm like, I, you know, I'm using like music, like, and then I'm like, I, you know, that's why I haven't posted anything else because I'm like. I don't know the rights of this stuff. You guys know that. That's yeah. a game, man. And I don't want to put it out there and like people go, take that uh, yeah. shit down. I'm like, so it's a little bit of a kid's gloves with that. But for the event, I was like, no, let's just go for it. Yeah. And have fun. But you got, I got to tell you, man, and, and the Braverlin dudes will tell you this. We didn't know what we were doing, man, until like, we didn't know if we we're going to get funding for this stuff until like a couple months beforehand, man. Wow. So, you know, we, a lot of the artists, we had two pieces and, you know, we're, we're hunkering down. We're like, it's go time. And, but, mm-hmm. you know, with two pieces, we were like, all right, we know we're going to do something with King King Records, King City. Mm-hmm. It kept growing. I was just going to do some fun stuff, like animated, like characters. and like, hey, like, let's celebrate this. Maybe there's some messaging. Yeah. And it grew to Philip Paul, the 
<clears throat> drummer behind King Records, who's in the Hall of Fame. He was yeah. like the backbeat of King Records. He's like, yeah, I'll do the voiceover. And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> so now we got to write something. Like, it's this, like if Philip Paul's going to be involved, we got to do something cool, man. Yeah. You know, like we can't like do this blank thing. We, we, didn't, we didn't know how big it was going to be. We we're like yeah. maybe a quarter of the people that came. Like we were like maybe a couple hundred people a night will like see this. And, and that's cool. Um, but we're like, man, let's go for it. And then we did like these little – Brandon was like, well, we got to have a printed piece with it. And man, he manufactured this whole, like, me- fabricated this whole, like, metal, like, old newsy stand with it, man. Um, and then we did, like, this, like, activation book with, like, this coloring, like, and connect the dots and, like, the little story. It was like a little cream magazine, like, you could, you know, it was like one of those yeah. pamphlets that, like, Frisch's, like, the kids yeah. could, but folded up. And we had, we made, like, 2,000 of those and they were gone. Like, the people picked, like, I, I don't think we had any for the fourth night, you know? Yeah. And we just did not know how big this thing was going to be, man. Nobody did. Right? Nope. It was unbelievable. And, and the parade. You got, I don't, were you guys there for the parade? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No. It was bonkers, but man. I think that's kind of what ignited everything. Because, like, uh, the social media for, around the parade, uh, everybody was posting pictures and whatnot. And everybody was like, what the heck is this? Yeah. It was like no one, and, uh, no one knew what it really was. But it was like... The kid, I feel, I feel like a lot of kids got so involved. It was like a parade at night, like, yeah. like yeah. hell yeah, man. Yeah. Like, like who's has that even been done in Cincinnati? So that was one thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that had never been done, like to my yeah. knowledge. So it was like, or at least to our generation, it was coming out. You know, like, yeah, this yeah. is gonna be fun. You know, we did the merch for it, and uh, oh yeah, you know, right. Those, those yeah. type of things. We, you know, we talked to uh, Agar, and they're like, well, I don't know, how, you know how. how how many shirts are we going to need here? Yeah. I definitely don't want 5,000 blink shirts in my basement for the next five years. Right, right. But, uh, so we way undershot that. And, I mean, yeah. It was, uh, we're just but like, you didn't ah. know. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. Like, ah. I was like, I feel like it was a failure. We sold out. No. Yeah, we, Anytime you sell out, even if it's 10, like, you won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I came back on Monday and I booted up my computer. I'm like, oh, I got 40 orders for shirts. This is nice. great. Yeah, and hoodies and stuff. So That's cool. Awesome. So did you guys, like, transition that to be like, yeah, we'll sell this online, too? Like, we mm-hmm. see. Yeah. We, we saw how many people were coming out. Like, don't lose out on this. Like, Yeah, as much yeah. as we could. I mean, I yeah. wish we had people on every street corner. Um, Man, you could have, I mean, right? I didn't. I didn't get to see the whole thing. I came down with my family. We, we seriously made it maybe three blocks before saying, "All right, we can't do this with a stroller." No, yeah. or you know, even like more than like three people because you just, you just couldn't move. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was, and they just need to shut down the whole the whole district down there. It was insane. Well, and, at yeah. least not have people driving so, around. I think that kind of yeah, that screwed everything. Yeah, yeah. Because then you couldn't get a good vantage point, like when you looked at the uh, modern art building, right? Right. And you're like, I got. Oh, I gotta wait for this crosswalk. I can stand here for ten seconds, look at it, and be like, "Oh, yeah. this is nice." And then you wanted run. To, yeah, you wanted to get in the street and be like, "Oh, man, that's amazing!" Like, yeah, the yeah. artist, like, I, "Oh, that's cool. I didn't see that." Yeah, yeah. I, we, yeah, we didn't make it down to the river, man. We just there was yeah. no time with that stuff. Man. So, who did most of the the uh, the projections? Was a lot of that like it, there was part a, of it was a traveling show, right? And then no, part of it was done locally. No, all all the guys that worked on all the projection mapping was led by the Brave Berlin guys, and they wow. kind of handpicked, you know, probably a dozen of us to really? do so that. that. Was all done locally? <clears throat> yeah, pretty much, or region wise, you know, which is super rad. And then, like, you know, a lot of mural artists came from out of town, right? Yeah, there was. Um, I know, like uh, uh, Matt Daler and his dudes, like you know, they did a couple which looked killer, like the black and white. Like two faces on Central. Oh like, yeah, that was that cool. looks so rad. The, the DJ, the <clears throat> yeah, that was nuts, man. That's so cool. yeah, I mean, I, 
it was cool because each day, I don't know, I, it was like we saw something new or something different, man. Or like, yeah. you know, I got to tell you, man, like the first night, which was really funny for me, um, <laughs> this is a cool little story. So it's like 4.30 and they're like, we're going to have a kickoff party at Braverland. Come on down, like artists and friends. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sweet. You know, like we've been working our tail off on this. Like I get down there. And Jack White, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're getting. Yes, yes, kind, kind of, kind oh, of. Okay. So, so <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. So, like, you know, like they got the spread, man, and it's like, all right, we're gonna have a couple of drinks, have some fun. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Emilio Estevez walks in. Man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is crazy. This quack, it, quack, it, quack, it gets baby. really good, man. I don't. He's around. I guess he's around here now, right? And he's yeah. like looking yeah. for a studio to do yeah. something in town, right? Yeah, like, he's he's gonna buy. Supposedly, he's gonna buy. Studio make downtown Cincinnati like independent movie hub. Let's do great. it. I ran into him I twice mean, in three days. See, look at that. It's just insane. And it, you guys are buddies now. Yeah, yeah best friends. <laughs> so that's what I thought. This is great. So like, <laughs> I'm having a couple of drinks, and Dan Dan from Bray Berlin comes up to me, and he's like, "Hey, man, you know, like, congratulations, yada yada." I go, "I go, Dan. All right, man, you got to introduce me to to Emilio over there, man. Right. I got I got a crazy story about him." And he starts laughing. He's like, oh, okay, man. So he leads me over there. He's like, hey, Amelia, this is, you know, Jason. He worked on a couple of pieces. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And I go, great, great, great. And I go, I got to tell you, I love your Uncle Frank. And he's like, he's like his jaw's just like, what? Like, how do you know Frank? Like, <laughs> like he kind of was like, whatever. And then he was like, no, like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and I go, dude, Frank was the best professor, like, teacher. His, 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 his uncle Frank mm-hmm. taught pre-algebra at my high school in Kettering, man. Oh, up Dayton, dude. Because yeah. he's from there, right? So right. he's got family member all around <laughs> there, man. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Estevez was great, man. He was awesome. He's laid back. And he, like, was really cool with the kids, man. And he's like, um, and, and I remember he always talked about looking forward to, to summer break because he got to go to, to the family island. And he starts <laughs> laughing. He's like, yeah, man. Frank, Frank was awesome. Man. He's really laid back. He's chill, you know, and it's sad. He's no longer with us right now. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, that's too bad. You know, like really cool dude. And he's like, oh, that's great, man. So, you know, that's my story of like, that's how we became yeah. best friends. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> so, so now like, I, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with the family and everything now, you know, not at all, man, so, not at all. And yeah. We left and, and <clears throat> Brandon walked up and I'm like, I'm like, I didn't know he was behind me or whatever. I'm like, hey, look, my best my, my best friend Amelia's behind me. And I look behind him like, ah, oh, shit, he just heard that, didn't he? I'm like, I'm like, he probably hates this dude now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought he was going to be cool about this. I know. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were down, man. Yeah, that's good. Uncle Frank yeah. had his uh, impact on the world. <laughs> right? That's awesome. Oh, man, small world. You never yeah. know, man. It's, it's ridiculous, yeah. man. Yeah, my girlfriend used to, or my, geez, geez Louise, my fiance. fiance. Oh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Don't, I keep saying, yeah. I keep saying it's screwed up, but I have a lease on a really fancy word for 12 months and then <laughs> right, it just becomes right. wife and we're fine so, <laughs> but uh, I was she used to work at the Eagle and I sat at the bar oh, yeah, and he was two seats over from me and we were watching the Reds game I'm like oh hey and we were just talking about the season pitching whatever and for like 15 minutes he's like oh, nice to meet you what's your name I'm like I'm Billy oh, and then he left and then two days later I was at Rheingeist and I walked in to go get a beer and he just is at the bar and he turns around and I go 
And he goes, oh, hey. And then he just waves. Oh, and I man. get up here and he just waves. He's like, I'm on my way out. You know, that's pretty cool, man. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, and get home, look out the window, and he's outside with the boombox. <laughs> <laughs> he's best friend. So yeah. are you going over to his house for Thanksgiving, or is he yeah. coming over to yours? I, I think so. <laughs> We're going to celebrate Hanukkah together, too. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Lights. Light it up. Should man, that's but, awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. He's just everywhere down there. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope this whole thing happens. Like, if he can create this film thing with his name on it downtown, I mean, that'll be. Yeah. They're already making like tons of movies here, which yeah. I never thought that would ever happen. I mean, I remember last year going home, place in Northside, and I'm like, is that like who was that? Like Paul Newman? No, was it? It wasn't Paul Newman. Oh, oh Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Yeah. Like, Robert Redford hanging out in front of Blue Jay right there. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, yeah, I would have never yeah. thought in a million years I would see that. You know what I mean? Like, he had a right. coat on. I'm like, the lights roll bright on. I'm like, no, that's that's him. Like, this yeah. is insane, you know? Yeah. So. Casey Affleck's just at Northside Tavern. You know, that right? kind of crazy stuff. I love it, man. What was it? Kate Blanchett was at Pho. Pho Lang Tang. Is that right? Like, oh, we got to keep everybody out. She's that's just trying so to cool, enjoy man. some Vietnamese noodle soup. Who is the guy that was in that movie, Carol, that came and acted here? And he was also in The Office. He was like the guy's role in that. Because um, um, I heard I heard he had stopped into, this is when my shop was on Vine Street, and I had some prints mm-hmm. at uh, Micah. And I heard he had bought one. And I'm like, Whoa. that rules, man. Like, yeah. he, you know, he bought one. This is great, man. Yeah. So, forget his name. Like, he was like. Not John Krasinski. No, but he was like one of the interns. On the office, and then he's now. Did you know back? No, no. Anyway, I guess that was a good. Game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was in that movie. Like he was like I think the main dude in Carol. Okay, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it's the internet movie. probably yeah. knows. Hey Siri. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So you also got a record label. I'm seeing. Yeah, you know, I mean, a big passion of mine has just been rock and roll and music, and and. Just forever being in some either dumb band or whatever, you know, just yeah. something to have fun, man. And um, as as Vikings kind of, you know, as I kept working at that stuff, it was like the first time I had an opportunity to kind of put a piece of music out was mm-hmm. I helped the show. Um, we did this joint show down at the Contemporary Art Museum and we worked with Visionary Voices, um, the artist up in Northside, and this band called No Age, who is kind of a punk band. They're on Sub Pop, mm-hmm. arty band, They're very two piece, very cool guys. They came through, and I'm just like, uh, it, very awesome to talk to online. Like, I just kind of emailed back and forth very, mm-hmm. very casually. I'm like, hey, we're going to do this show. They're going to do art for it. It's like a, a one off. You guys have talked about doing something like that. I'm like, what if we put a tape cassette out, you know, mm-hmm. of like a song or two? And they're like, yeah, like, let's do it. And he sent me three songs. Oh, He's cool. like, we're not going to release this in the U.S. You can have it. We'll do it in Japan and Asia when we go and tour over there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. Like, So we printed up with their art, like this cassette. We mm-hmm. made like a hundred of them. And I was like, this is 001, man. Like, That's awesome. You know, we didn't put it online or anything. We're like, we'll just, this will just be like a, a cassette, man, mm-hmm. you know, and. It sold out, and I was like, man, there's something fun about this, you know? And, and I'm like, I got a bunch of friends and bands, and, you know, so we did a couple of different 45s, like 002, 003, and then um, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, man, I'm, most of these things, like, I'm playing on it or something. You got to do something different. Yeah. So this past, 
this past year we worked on one of my favorite like bands ever actually was Perlane. Yeah. And they were, you know, they had done a lot of work. Um, they were on Dim Mock, which was, um, they put out a lot of like garage rock stuff. They were mm. on Sympathy for the Devil, who had the white stripes on there, as well as, um, it was Steve Ioki's like record label. Yeah. He's like a big, huge DJ. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. He loved like garage rock music back in the day or something. He, I don't know. <laughs> he, he comes from a very wealthy family. I think he was kind of whatever yeah. he wants to do, he can do. He's yeah. the um, anti DJ. Parents yeah. started Benny Hanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like owned it or something yeah. crazy like that, right? So wow. yeah, so those guys yeah. did that, and I'm like, you know what? This never came out on vinyl, and they had these three songs unreleased that uh, the show Sons of Anarchy um, had these three songs on them. Oh, so cool. I'm like, man, let's just put this out. Let's do like 300 of them. Let's like make the packaging wow and, mm-hmm. and just have fun with it. And we did it, man, and then. I'm really proud of it. It turned out super cool. Yeah, that, um, gold, that gold's awesome. Yeah, right? The reflective. Yeah. Man, it, we had to put it on two records, like 180 gram. Like, you know, so, yeah. And it's like, I wouldn't say, <clears throat> I mean, it's a it's a label, but it's also one of those, like, man, it's a labor of love. You know, we can't do mm-hmm. it all the time. But I at least want to do one or two projects a year yeah. on it, man, and, and kind of um, push the local stuff. Like, if there's... You know, if there's a, n- a new band, you know, some kids are doing well or need some help, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's nice when stuff. there's not a pressure to, you know, sell out in order Man. to pay the rent. Or, you right. know what I mean? It's like you're yeah. just doing it to, you know... To just have another outlet. It's true, man. I mean, that's what it is. And and I find myself, like, more and more, I, you know, it's like, let's put, let's spin how many plates we can. You know, like, sometimes yeah. my wife gets pissed. But, <laughs> you know, she does a lot, too, in the community and everything, which is really fun. You know, she she works down and over the Rhine, and, mm-hmm. and she's helping rehab all these buildings. Mm-hmm. And then she helps head up, like, Nest and Northside. She's mm-hmm. been doing that, helping that community and housing and things like that. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, I don't know, if I wasn't. If I like wasn't doing a stuff or keeping busy, I'd probably be down there at Jack Casino, like playing blackjack all day or something. Yeah, you know? like oh, we don't want to do that. You know, it's like I think it's yeah. dangerous. So, and then you two teamed up to do Good Eggs, right? Yeah. So what's that? So Good Eggs was a project like my wife and I um, kind of came up with. We're laying around. We're like, man, let's do do something fun with vending machines, man. And mm-hmm. we saw this thing called People's Liberty starting. And we're like, mm-hmm. man, we know a couple of those guys. And Eric Abner's awesome. Like, and man, first of all, yeah, just to rewind, I I feel like if Eric Abner and even like Tim Mahoney at Hale Foundation, if those guys weren't around in Cincinnati for like the last decade plus doing their thing, I feel like we our creative class wouldn't be nearly what it's at right now. I mean, those guys have given so much energy and awesomeness and amazingness and just, you know, an outlet of means of not just funding, but like letting kids run with their ideas that, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just amazing. I I don't know. I don't think I'd be here without those guys. I really, and I think a lot of people wouldn't either. And they've really helped jumpstart a lot of careers in the, in the creative, creative hemisphere with that stuff. So to, to go back to good eggs, we're like, my wife and I are like, man, let's just do something with vending machines. Let's do something that has like a positive message. Like, you know, there was a lot of like the pay it forward stuff kind of happening mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. We're like, maybe it's like that, but like on a very pullback scale where like, okay, anyone from any age can make an investment of a quarter. Yeah. Right. And then, so you're buying into this thing and now thinking about it in the business term, right? You're like, okay, I have a wearable, I have a button and now I'm part of this mission. So now I'm a part of something. And then you have this little deed where you're like, Oh, 
I got to pick up a piece of trash or mm. tell someone when I love them or claim a fart in the elevator. It's yeah. like, you know, like these things, yeah. <clears throat> just fun, fun stuff, right? That like isn't, you know, just a little something different, but also some things maybe you've heard before, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. And we were the first ones to kind of activate in their space at Finley Market um, mm-hmm. across the street there. So, you know, that was that was a really an adventure because we're dealing with the space and, like, murals on the wall and, like, old vending machines that were as old as World War II. Mm-hmm. And some of them worked, some of them didn't, you know. Yeah. And it was cool because, like, the Art Academy gave me space to kind of rehab these, these big machines. And some of them were, like, wow. goofy-looking things that looked like submarines and other yeah. were small. And they just ranged. And, and, you know, I had a couple students help me out, like um, – like rehab these things and and you know when we launched man that night it was amazing there was like people of all ages in there celebrating and having mm-hmm. fun and and it just kind of re-ensured this whole like people's liberty thing and like there is a community down here who you know you can get a couple bucks to do your idea and jump start something fun so you know and since then you know we've put another um dozen out in the wild yeah. and over the rhine so now you can they're a little bit um Newer machines, so they don't break all the time. Yeah, there you know? you go. <clears throat> we had a lot of problems with that, but you yeah. know, when you have these old machines and you're on a budget, uh, but yeah, but now we're trying to even see how far we can take it because there's some folks in Portland, um, Oregon that are talking about it, mm-hmm. Indianapolis. Like, oh, that's great. Yeah, like, and now I'm kind of going, well, man, how do I, how do I, how do I do that? Like, mm-hmm. what's the plan? How do I get them out there? Because you know, there's a lot of work to kind of put these things together and. You know, we're silk screening on the glass and doing different mm-hmm. things like that. So, you know, is yeah. it is it like a Wendy's model? Like, can yeah. they can they be? You know, yeah. can they buy a the scale? Kit? Never frozen <clears throat> eggs. <laughs> right. I was wearing right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, vending machines. Ooh, there you go. I met with a company locally here about about doing that, but I don't know. Just didn't couldn't really make sense. It's all for ego. Like we have a lot of these yeah, ideas. Yeah, that's a killer some idea. Of, though, man. Some of them yeah. make good business sense and others are just all ego. And that, that was one that's like, okay, that's uh, that's well, just me getting full of myself. Okay, okay. <laughs> business cap just threw it on. Why, I think I might be able to, I don't know, what do you think about the airport? Doing like a vending machine or something. Yeah. Hey, like the a, airport. Dude. I kind of need, yeah. need a Cincinnati t-shirt before I get on this dang plane and what, there's what, a line at the We should talk about stand. that. How we can maybe collaborate on Doing something weird like that, like <laughs> constructing something or doing something cool, because they be need crazy. some love down there, man. Yeah, and exactly, that's the perfect avenue for us, dude. Right, like all these people getting on and off planes all the time, and they need yeah. a, they need a a twenty, a thirty, a forty dollar gift. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, so kind of just, you just can't get every kid a shot glass. <laughs> Not everyone can be nine year old me, like, dude. <laughs> Cincinnati shot glass, like let's. I mean, yeah, sure, sure. So it's like, oh, it's a shirt or anything. Yeah, yeah. with the size chart on the side of it, so they're like, hey, what size is large? Are they just like stand up to it and it's actually the actual size? Of it. Have you guys looked? At, so you have looked into the vending machine? Again. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Man. Yeah, there's a company up uh, up north in my. my uh, neighbor works for, and they, they started yeah. out making vending machines, and now they make um, uh, cloud based drop boxes. Really? So instead of just going up and putting your money in the yeah. machine, you actually buy it online, and then oh, wow. you know the cloud sends you a code, and you can open up your <laughs> box. Oh, that's cool. So we're like, well, that might be cool to be open after hours because Amazon does some of that it? stuff too, yeah. right? They're doing that with and like yeah, I think the, same the codes and stuff puts, puts that kind of stuff together. They're also at a uh, Great American Ballpark this mm. year, 
They're going to have, uh, you know, you're sitting in there watching the Reds. You want to order a beer, but you don't want to wait in that line. Yeah, right. You order it from the cloud. It'll tell you where your little locker is. You go up there. What? They have heated and refrigerated lockers. Whoa. You can just punch no in your shit. code. There's your beer. Go back and watch the game. That's you know, that's pretty rad. I mean, do you, do you guys remember, was it like two years ago where they tried those like Budweiser machines? Oh, yeah. But there was someone there to help you. Like, it didn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. like, yeah, like all right. Not, uh... yeah. It fills up from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, that, but but hold on. But you have to ID me. You have to like hit the buttons for me. Like, th- this yeah. is, what's the deal? That's, yeah. That doesn't make sense. It's all ego. Right. Just cool branding. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. That, man. I think you guys have something rad with, you know, those big oversized vending machines. You can do some cool packaging in there, man. And Yeah. You know, I don't it's know. All, it's all time and energy. It you know is, I mean? man. It's like everything, man. Right? It's like, what are we going to do? Let our business go to crap while we go on this vending machine uh, <laughs> vendor? No, what you need or, to do uh, is go to Asia and see how they do it in their vending machines. Take, right. take a team oh, over. Yeah. Spend, yeah, spend a lot of money, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right, right. You know, I'll do that. I'll volunteer. You know, I'll maybe you should just go and take your fiance. Yeah, and, yeah I'm gonna go know. to Japan for a couple months, man. Is that cool? <laughs> Research, man. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be great for PR when we come back and fire all of our retail staff and replace them with vending machines. <laughs> oh, oh, there's that. Yeah, <laughs> there is that. Some thing. things just aren't. Man, it's hard, man. That's awesome. Well, and, and you know, that's like. That's like I joke on Brian all the time because he's like manually and Matt. They're manually pulling everything back there, dude, yeah. and they love it. And it's like, well, not every day they love it. Don't you know? Yeah. 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 But they're like, man, it's like it's a, it's the thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's automation stuff, man, and yeah. it's like, but you know, space and that old school with the windows, you're seeing it. And it's yeah. like hand pulled, <clears throat> hand pulled, you know. But there's a yeah, and and you know, we wear that on our sleeve a little bit. But there's also like, as you guys know, man, it's like cost of that stuff too and there's always yeah. a, but yeah. there's always a machine for everything right i mean mm-hmm. you can always say that i guess yeah yeah we're actually machining this podcast right now this isn't really <laughs> us talking <right>? yeah. <laughs> this is all we don't have time to sit here this is <laughs> like a teddy ruxpin doll that <laughs> someone just keeps pulling my trials drink yeah. <laughs> oh yeah so every episode we have a 20 percent off code that we release uh, and it's up to the guests to figure out whatever that or to suggest whatever that uh, promo code is. So, so whatever word you want to throw out there, if people can enter that at checkout, they'll uh, they'll save twenty percent on their whole order at CincyShirts.com. Nice. So I, I have to come up with a, a word right now. Yeah, yeah. a lot Same of pressure. What well, can I do? Like hell yeah. Hell yeah, you can. There it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell space. Or, or do I need to do like what? zero zero one? Like, do you have to have a number in there too? Or? These are gift, gift cards. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Cool. Yeah, this is fun, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fun. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So check out. Uh, we have become Vikings. Are, are, we, are we the first interview that hasn't led with that? What is, where'd you get the name? We have become Vikings. Oh, I think, um, well, no, no. It I is mean, an interesting story. Maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> if you're sick of it, that's fine. No, not at all. I love tell it, tell it. I love it. Yeah, no, it's good. It means like, it means like the, you remember the name, right? Yeah. There were so many times. Well, Cincy shirts, which is the most generic, boring, whatever. But hey, it works. But, you know, yeah. people, you guys are people get it. Become, like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that. Seems right, right in the middle of the Midwest, like to have that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um, 
So, like, when I got out of school, I was really inspired by all these, like, weird companies, motion companies on the coast, like, east and west coast. Yeah. Like, Team Awesome, Stink Digital, and just, like, weird names. And I'm like, man, I want something rad and just something crazy. And looked in the heritage of, you know, Viking stuff and, and a little bit where I'm from and things like that. And I'm like, it, I found out that uh, Vikings coined the term branding, where they would take their mark and put it their family crest and put it into like ships and and axes and swords and stuff. And I'm like, man, that's pretty cool, man. Like they came up with that term. And then and then as I'm thinking about, you know, like design is everywhere, man, from like the coffee we drink to who we vote for. Everything yeah. is like you know, we're all becoming Vikings. We've become we have become Vikings. Oh, that's so, cool. so that kind of came from that, you know, with like design and like just Vikings, you know, lore and that kind of yeah, kind of awesome. Yeah, man. well, you're doing your thing. We love it. Uh, yeah, we'll see if we can work out some sort of uh, collaboration. Get the people excited. Get yeah. more people talking. But awesome. Well, uh, Jason Snell, we've become Vikings. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate we'll it, man. In touch. Thanks so yeah. much, you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, we figured it out. Boom. We did Boom. it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Very cool. My veins are blue and connected. Every single bone in my brain is electric. But I dig bitches like the best of them. Your trouble, hold Come on, my daddy, yes, sir. Come on, my daddy, yes, sir. That was our own Darren and Billy talking to Jason Snell of We Have Become Vikings. Interesting stuff, right? Working with Jack White and all that. Uh, you can find them at wehavebecomevikings.com. You can find us at cincyshirts.com. And Billy, by the way, in addition to being our product manager, is a stand-up comedian. He runs a few shows here in Cincinnati on a weekly basis and is looking to perform throughout the Midwest this summer. So if you're in the Midwest, look out for Billy to be coming to your town. Today's show is produced by me with some help from Darren. Our theme music is Cincinnati by Big Nothing. They are from Philadelphia. You can find them on Facebook, and of course you can find that song in iTunes or wherever else you get your uh, music there, Amazon Music, Google Play, I reckon. Uh, find Vintage Tees from Philadelphia and other great cities like Cleveland, Louisville, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Portland, Houston, and more. In fact, we just added a couple to the Houston site. Very excited about that. And find those at oldschoolshirts.com. Of course, Cincy Shirts is online at cincyshirts.com if you're not in Southwest Ohio. And in case you missed it, the promo code for this episode is hell yeah. That'll be all one word. And that is good at both cincyshirts.com as well as oldschoolshirts.com. And if you're in the Cincinnati area, stop by one of our stores. We are in Over the Rhine at 1301 Main, just moved into the new space. It looks awesome. Come by and say hi. A block from the streetcar we are, by the way. We're also in Hyde Park on Observatory, a block from the square. And Loveland coming soon, of course. Hoping for late May or early June. They are building the space right now. We are very excited. Uh, other than that, download or stream us next time. Bye. Cincinnati.